0: One of the subgenres that's become extremely popular over the last couple of years is the roguelike card battler. After Slay the Spire slayed the industry back in 2017, there's been a flood of releases with mixed results. Neoverse has contributed to that deluge with its unique sci fi angle. It's from a Korean company called Tino Games and has been available on Steam for a year now. Its debut on Game Pass last month has raised its profile, so now it's time to find out, does Neoverse get a Game Pass or a Game Fail? Card battling games are like turn-based RPGs, only your actions are determined by cards in a deck. In each battle, you deal damage and build shielding to weather the enemy's attacks. Each card costs a certain amount of mana to play, and you only get so much each turn. Since Neoverse is a roguelike, each attempt to beat the game, called a journey by the game, starts with a basic deck of cards. You earn better cards and skills as you complete battles. Neoverse is a vanilla entry in the subgenre. There are just three distinct characters in Neoverse. That may seem like a joke, but each one has multiple starting decks in addition to unique cards and skills to unlock. The first can spread radiation on opponents, but it's governed by an overheat mechanic. The second is a priest who can either rely on her faith or become a godless vampire. The third can summon animals to fight by her side. Each character feels completely unique, but most battles eventually devolve into playing as many cards per turn as possible. If you want to be good, there's a lot to juggle. Each character has a resource to manage besides mana, and there are plenty of buffs and debuffs to consider. Dealing just enough damage to kill an enemy grants extra gold, while shielding from the exact amount of damage an enemy sends at you will stun them. Combo bonuses are triggered when cards are played in a specific order, but the game doesn't even attempt to explain how they work, so we're treating it just like it's random. Like most roguelikes, Neoverse is built on playing the same content over and over again. Progression is almost non-existent. Initially, each journey in the main adventure mode consists of 15 battles, which take around an hour to complete. At the midpoint, you need an unknown stone to continue. We played on the harder difficulty setting to try and earn it, but it was never given to us. Other than the prospect of perhaps finishing the game, there isn't much other incentive to replay it. The plot is relayed through a wordless opening cinematic, a paragraph of text at the end of the incomplete journey, and some vague inspirational quotes on the title screen. New cards and skills help some, but since everything is randomized you may never get to use them. There are leaderboards for each mode, but the high scores are so high we have no clue how an average player would achieve them. After just a handful of hours we've lost interest in the grind. Game Pass hands out roguelike games like they're candy. There are even plenty of deck-building roguelikes. As we mentioned earlier, Slay the Spire is the game that launched the subgenre. It's received near-unanimous praise from critics, and it's on Game Pass. Monster Train is another standout. It focuses a bit more on tactics, and the critics love it too. If you want a roguelike that doesn't involve cards, the options are nearly endless. Dead Cells is a side-scrolling metroidvania that can be difficult but extremely rewarding. Dungeon of the Endless takes elements from tactical RPGs and tower defense games. It's not as replayable as the other comps, but it's a lot of fun. Deep Rock Galactic is a co-op FPS that is great fun with a group, but playing by yourself is a drag. That's five strong comps, and we are just scratching the surface of what's available on the service. Now it's time to find out, does Neoverse get a game pass or a game fail? There's nothing fundamentally wrong with Neoverse. The core gameplay is sound, the character variance is interesting, and there's a lot of content. Its biggest issue is that it fails to convince the player to keep going. If you're going to ask players to play the same thing over and over again, there had better be a tasty carrot dangling just out of reach. The bottom line is that it's just not a good fit for Game Pass. Playing a single game over and over again isn't why most people sign up for the service. Most will just prefer to buy the game outright if they truly enjoy it, but the real killer is that it's simply not the best game in the genre on Game Pass. If you're going to dip your toes into the water, we highly recommend Slay the Spire instead. Stuck between a rock and a hard place, Neoverse gets a game thing. Next week, we're re-engaging with the full Game Pass library to tackle Gato Roboto.